Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. with Richard Holdridge. How's everybody doing? It's a Friday. I am so excited about this show. We have got a great show for you. First round, the leaderboard is some guy named Sanjaya. Wait, whoa, hold up a second. I thought that he was one of the popular contests of American Idol back in 2007. You're telling me? Sanjaya is leading at the Masters? Tiger Woods, minus one at the Masters. So let me tell you something. That birdie putt he made on the 16th hole, I could watch that all day. That was an incredible shot. I don't think it's one of his best shots. But doesn't it feel like Tiger Woods is back? And I watched the Masters because Tiger Woods is playing. I'm a fan of the Masters. I'm a fan of other golfers like Brooks Kepka and Roy McIlroy and Jordan Spieth. But there is something different about Tiger Woods when he plays in a major. Maybe we're captivated because of history. Or maybe we've been a fan of Tiger because he's been a phenom ever since he came up. When he won the Masters in 1997 and then when he went on that incredible run in the early 2000s. Just call me a fan of the moment. I'm a prisoner of the moment. Tiger is captivated TV. And I'm going to be glued to the TV. When I watch Tiger Woods. Now on to the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves had a little parade. Yesterday. They revealed their championship banner. And Chipper Jones even threw out the first pitch. It was a great night for Braves fans, and it was a special moment. But something felt missing. This Braves lineup looks a lot different than that lineup that won the World Series. No Freddie Freeman. You had Marcelo Zuna in the lineup. Eddie Rosario out there. Alex Dickerson. And uh, Max Fried had a rough start. The Cincinnati Reds defeated the Atlanta Braves 6-3. to Third baseman Brandon Drury went two for four with three runs batted in. The Atlanta Braves did get a two-run homer by Austin Riley to cut into the lead, but the Braves lose the opener. And they will take on the Cincinnati Reds tomorrow as Charlie Morton, returning from his injury, taking on Riviere San Martin. So the city of Cincinnati is off to a hot start in 2022. The Cincinnati Bearcats make it to the college football playoff. The Bengals make it to the Super Bowl. And the Cincinnati Reds knock off the defending world champs. 
with pitching and timely hitting. And Joey Votto has had a mic on him cracking jokes at first base. Uh, that was a very nice broadcast. I really appreciated the broadcast on ESPN and the fact that the game was not blacked out. Some of the other scores in baseball, Adam Wainwright, the ageless one, gets the victory as the Cardinals defeat the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think the Pittsburgh Pirates are the worst team in the league. I don't know if they can solve their problems, but their problem is that they are a small market team with a low pay roll. Their problem is they are a small market team with a low payroll. All right, yeah, the Cubs beating the Brewers 5 to 4, the Royals beat the Guardians 3 to 1. You know, yeah, the Yankees and Red Sox postponed, the Mariners and Twins postponed. Now, today is where the baseball games really kick off. Cuz you got the Dodgers taking on the Rockies. We finally get to see Freddie Freeman in a Dodgers uniform. You have the Miami Marlins taking on the Giants. The Mets, Max Scherzer is going to take on Washington Nationals. He's going to take on his former team, the Washington Nationals. And this game is going to be televised on Apple TV. Apple TV has got a contract with baseball. That is fun and exciting. I love Major League Baseball during this time. I actually will sit down and watch an entire baseball game. I remember I used to have MLB Extra Innings. And when I first moved to Georgia in 2006... I was a huge Giants fan. I would try to listen to the baseball games on the radio through my XM satellite radio because I like listening to the home broadcast of the San Francisco Giants. And I'll be honest with you, the only thing that I liked about the Dodgers was their broadcaster, Vin Scully. I could listen to Vin Scully. He is one of the greatest baseball broadcasters of all time, and it's not even close. But I despise everything about the Los Angeles Dodgers, except Vin Scully. And so, as I honor baseball, as yesterday was opening day, I think about why I love baseball so much. Maybe it's because I was a play-by-play announcer for the Freed Hardman baseball team back when I was in college, and I actually... Loved doing the PA announcing for Russell County Baseball. Just the crack of the bat, the players coming up to the plate. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the Columbus Chattahoots play baseball this summer. It's just something about going to a baseball game. And that's why at historic Golden Park, it's just a tradition. It's something that I enjoy doing, taking my kids to go see a baseball game, have them eating hot dogs and and uh, nachos and Cracker Jack and just, just that atmosphere of going to a baseball game. You know, we went to a Braves game last year when they played the Giants. And, you know, and I'm actually a fan of going to college baseball games. I went to a Columbus State baseball game. I, I'm a fan of going to see a Little League game. And we have some neighbors in our subdivision that are huge supporters of the local Little League team here in Columbus, Northern Little League, that is well known for winning multiple state championships 
and winning the Little League World Series back in 2006. I, I told you that I want to do a documentary on the 2006 Little League World Series champions and that I'm trying to get Josh Lester on the podcast. Help me out. If you guys know who Josh Lester is, I've reached out to him on Facebook. I would like to get him on the podcast because I want to do a a 30 for 30 type documentary on the 2006 Northern Little League World Series champions. And there's some other documentaries that I'd like to do dedicated to Columbus sports. So I'm figuring it out. So we had the two biggest stories baseball started. We had Tiger Woods shooting a minus one. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Now the NBA, they're about to close the regular season. The Los Angeles Lakers are done. They officially got eliminated from the playoffs. This is probably the most hyped, worst performance I've ever seen from a team. I don't know what the expectations were in the offseason. But when LeBron decided to bring Russell Westbrook, I thought at the time it would be a good move for the regular season. Because Russell Westbrook puts up good numbers in the regular season. But when the Lakers were going out to get Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony and Trevor Ariza and they shipped off Contavious Caldwell-Pope and they shipped off Kyle Kuzma and Alex Caruso and Montrez Harrell and Andre Drummond, they shipped off, they shipped off all those pieces that actually helped them win. They did win a title in 2020, and when Anthony Davis was healthy last year, they were up 2-1 to one on the Phoenix Suns. But the Lakers are making all the excuses in the world, and Anthony Davis said, well, if myself, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook were all playing together, we'd figure it out. No, that's not true, and the Lakers need to fire Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel will be fired. There's talks that they want to get Quinn Snyder. There's talks they want to go to the college ranks and possibly get John Calipari. Hey, I heard Coach K is available. Why don't you just throw big money at a big-time coach? Come get Mike Fratello out of retirement. Go back and, and try to get Byron Scott or Mike D'Antoni. None of these coaches have worked out. Frank Vogel won a title, but no Lakers coach except Phil Jackson. And Pat Riley and Mike Dunleavy just a little bit, but mainly Pat Riley and Phil Jackson. They cannot figure this thing out. And Led GM needs to go back to being LeBron. Because this whole LeBron being the GM and bringing all his buddies in from Clutch Sports, it's not working. And now there's talks that he wants to play with Steph Curry. Good luck with that one. There's reason why there's some superstars that do not want to play with LeBron. The Lakers had a shot at getting DeMar DeRozan. They had a shot at getting Buddy Heald. They had a shot at getting Bradley Beal. And obviously, it's not working. This was the biggest disappointment in the history of basketball. This team was so hyped that they, were, they thought they were going to win a championship with all these old guys. It was an antique show. That's what it was. And it did not work. The chemistry did not work, and they did not work together. Oh, I'm excited that the NBA playoffs are starting next week. 
a week from now, we are going to have the first round of the NBA playoffs. We got play-in games. You got possibly the Atlanta Hawks could get the number eight seed, and they could possibly take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are tied with Brooklyn with the same exact record. I hope the Hawks don't get the number nine seed because even if they host Charlotte, they're going to have to play the loser of the seven and eight, which if Brooklyn gets the eight seed, they're beating the Cavaliers. That means the Hawks would have to play the Cavaliers in Cleveland just to get the number eight seed. And I don't know, right now, Miami is a number one seed. I think Brooklyn can take them on. I think Brooklyn can push it to five games. I think if Atlanta is the number eight seed and they play Miami, I think Atlanta can push them to five games. Remember a couple of years ago, this is way back when the Hawks first made the playoffs in 2008. They took on the eventual champion Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics had the big three, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. They actually had a big four because you have Rajon Rondo. They also had Tony Allen. They also had Kendrick Perkins. They had a great team. I'm surprised that the 2008 Boston Celtics did not win multiple championships. They only had the one championship. But it was the Atlanta Hawks that won all their games at home, and they pushed the Celtics to seven games. I remember I was deployed to Iraq. I was actually watching the Atlanta Hawks games on AFN and that game six. Because you got to remember that game six at what was used to be Phillips Arena back in 2008 when Zaza Pachula said game seven. He was getting all excited. Joe Johnson looked like a superstar. And Al Horford was just Mr. Fundamentals. I thought Al Horford was going to be the next Tim Duncan. I really did. I thought that Josh Smith was going to figure out these shooting problems. I fell in love with that Atlanta Hawks team back in 2008. That team that did not make the playoffs since 1999. Mike Woodson, very underrated head coach. And I thought, here we go. This is when I started to become a Hawks fan. And I said to myself, this core group of players, to include Marvin Williams, is going to win a championship. Boy, was I wrong. This team had no superstars. Even the team that won 60 games in 2015 had four all-stars. You know, Paul Millsap's not a superstar. Al Horford's not a superstar. You had Kyle Korver, who was a great shooter. Jeff Teague, who was quick on the ball. But they could not get past LeBron. In fact, LeBron has swept the Hawks every time they met in the playoffs. I was at that second-round playoff game against Cleveland in 2009 when the Hawks got swept by LeBron. And then in 2010, they got absolutely embarrassed by the Orlando Magic. When they made that playoff run, they made it to the second round in 2009 and 2010. Completely embarrassed. They fire Mike Woodson. Then they bring Larry Drew. They get to the second round again. So three straight years to the second round. And they lose to the Chicago Bulls. But they push him to six games. Not bad. I remember that game, uh, Kirk Heinrich uh, came because they traded away Mike Bibby. And, you know, Mike Bibby was getting old. But I, I just love the Atlanta Hawks. And hopefully they can make some noise in the playoffs. But Trey Young needs another superstar. Hopefully the Hawks can get John Collins back. So let's go. 
All right, Columbus River Dragons playoff tickets go on sale today. I cannot wait. Right now, they are the second seed. They will host game one and game two in the first round. It is going to be on a weekday. I'm trying to get out to the Columbus Civic Center. I would love to see my favorite player, Jay Krupp, and the rest of the Columbus River Dragons try to defend their Ignite Cup title. Oh, it's just going to be so incredible to try to do that. And hopefully, they can. Well, in a couple of weeks... In fact, in two weeks, the Columbus Lions will take on the Jacksonville Sharks in the opener in the National Arena League. But that's not the only football in town because we also have the USFL that's going to be in Birmingham. You got the Birmingham Stallions, and it looks like they're playing in a bubble. All the USFL teams are going to play in Birmingham. Am I reading that right? Okay, I'll have to check my facts on that one. How about this? I don't know if this is a big deal or not. But the Atlanta Dream have the number one pick in the WNBA draft. Look, I'll be honest with you. I don't really cover Atlanta Dream on this show. I actually thought Angel McCautry was a very good player. Atlanta has made it to the WNBA Finals for two seasons. So now let's talk about, yeah, here I am talking about the, the, the WNBA mock draft. So the Atlanta Dream is going to get Ryan Howard, the, the six-foot-two guard from Kentucky, who has been just dominant. Lynn, uh, Indiana Fever getting Nalissa Smith. I, I don't recognize any of these players. I thought maybe Paige Buchers would be one player that, or a, uh, Kristen Boston from uh, South Carolina. But, you know, you think oh, when they're dominant in college that they're going to be great in the WNBA. And uh, that might not be the case. I'm interested to see how the Atlanta Dream, you know, are going to do with the number one pick in the WNBA draft. How about that? All right, so the Columbus State Cougars baseball team, 29-5. and They take their 13-2 and record in conference play, and they have a huge three-game series up in Dahlonega in gold country. You go out and pan for gold up in Dahlonega. That's a good vacation place, too. Columbus State taking on the North Georgia College Eagles for a three-game series. So I'm looking forward to seeing Columbus State. I've been to a game. They're exciting. They have a lot of great pitching, a lot of hitting. David Meadows leads the team with a 385 batting average. Number seven, he's just an all-around player. And I wish the best of luck to the Columbus State Cougars. I just want to say, you know, I'm just trying to get all the sports information I can in about 20 to 25 minutes. I've been super busy. As many of you know, I am a member of the Georgia Army National Guard. And right now, I'm conducting my two weeks out of the year down at Fort Stewart, Georgia. With that being said, on Tuesday night, we had a tornado warning. A tornado actually touched down right outside of Fort Stewart. I was in a building where, you know, I was trying to get to the place where I'm staying. And it was really windy out there. And it was a pretty scary moment because I thought a tornado was going to touch down where I was. 
And I just want to send, uh, I have a heartfelt welcome. I just want to send my thoughts and prayers to the community of Pembroke in, uh, during this time. One person was killed in the deadly tornado. And then there's been tornadoes all over the Southeast. And, you know, it's a very scary time. And we just got to be diligent. We got to be careful. You know, with the weather changing, you know, tornadoes are going to happen. And I always just, I'm blessed and thankful that, you know, I have family that understands that, you know, these material possessions we have is nothing. It's the, the life that's precious. You know, I'm actually here to help as much as I can. I mean, we've had some really bad tornadoes in Georgia, but I do think that as I reflect back at the last couple of weeks, you know, some people may say that I haven't really been committed to doing these sports shows. I mean, obviously, because I'm, I'm in training. I mean, I, I don't really have time to, to talk sports as much as I normally do. I, I don't have time to have guests on at least. But what I've started to do, and if you like the idea, just let me know right in the comments on my Facebook page, is on the days that I don't have shows. So I've gone back to three days a week. But I would like to continue having a show five days a week. So what I've done is I created the best of show. So on yesterday's podcast, I re-aired a couple of episodes. It was actually related to the 2020 and 2021 baseball show. So it was my baseball preview show for both years. And, you know, it's fun to actually go back into the vault and listen to old shows and see how far were you as far as predicting stuff. And, you know, sometimes I'm dead on and sometimes I am wrong. Like on the last show I had talking about Tiger Woods of the Masters, I predicted he was going to shoot a 72 and he shot a 71. So that actually wasn't a bad prediction. And I'm still predicting he's going to make the cut. Now I'm looking at him and thinking he's going to get in the groove and he could probably shoot a minus four. But I I don't think he's going to win. I think that he'll be in contention on Sunday, probably at minus four, minus five. But the winner, I think Sanjaya is going to uh, win this whole Masters tournament. Yes, I'm talking about the the rooster uh, Mohawk Sanjaya from American Idol 2007. Really, the only year I watched American Idol was in 2007. Uh, That is the year that uh, Jordan Sparks won. There you go. All right, I didn't even have to Google that. Yesterday, I saw this on the news feed that it is the 29th anniversary of the movie The Sandlot. Such a great baseball movie. It doesn't really talk about a professional game. It's just a bunch of kids that just love to play baseball. And I got to thinking, what are some of my favorite baseball movies? I talked about this when... We had the Field of Dreams game last year with Kevin Costner coming out in the cornfield. Obviously, Field of Dreams is a very heartwarming baseball movie. The Sandlot is another great baseball movie. An entertaining baseball movie, but very unrealistic, is Rookie of the Year. I I really love the whole kid breaks his arm and he can throw 100 miles an hour. It's a cute movie. It's so unrealistic, though. Mr. 3000. I like Bernie Mac. I mean, the late Bernie Mac, rest in peace. You know, Mr. 3000 is one of my favorite, you know, typical Bernie Mac. 
you know, and then the manager is, you know, Paulie from Goodfellas, you know, it just <laughs> so unrealistic. I mean, you know, you're not going to bring a 47 year old back in retirement to, to get three hits that didn't count. I mean, the baseball stats people would not have messed this one up. And then you got, for love of the game, Kevin Costner. He's always in great baseball movies. You know, pitching a perfect game for the Detroit Tigers. Billy Chappell. Vince Scully was the announcer in that movie. And that was such a fun movie. I love for love of the game. Uh, Mr. Baseball, not so much. Not really my favorite baseball movie. I know I'm missing some. I got to be missing some baseball movies because there are some good. Oh, Major League. Bull Durham. I forgot about those. Of course. Some good uh, baseball movies. Major League 2. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as Major League 1. I mean, I didn't like the fact that they replaced uh, Willie Mays Hayes. He was uh, being played by Wesley Snipes in that first one, and then uh, he was replaced by Omar Epps. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I, I like I like Omar Epps in the movie Juice, but... You know, and then, uh, I don't know if he was in Omar Epps. What has he been? Oh, he was in the program. Yeah. And then, uh, major league three back to the minors. It was terrible. That, that baseball movie was terrible, but those are some of my favorite baseball movies. I just love baseball. I'm so excited that major league baseball is back. And trust me, when I get back to the real world, when I'm not doing military training, I promise you that I will go into the notebook and I will break down these baseball games. It has been fun. Sung J.M. is leading the Masters at minus five, followed by Cameron Smith, J- Dustin Johnson at minus three, Danny Willett, and Joaquin Neiman at minus three, Tiger Woods at minus one. This is incredible. I do hope that everybody had a great time with the podcast. I'm telling you, as I have more stuff going on, I'm really going to try to get more involved. And I'm going to try to get an episode of Columbus Rapids Weekly out. I want to wrap up that season. So stay tuned for that as I got that podcast. I also got the Lions Den, which is the Columbus Rapids podcast, which is the Columbus Lions podcast. It is going to be so great. Thank you for joining me on the show. And uh, just a special announcement. I will not have a show Monday. I will have a show on Tuesday. Monday is a day where I'm actually going out in, in, into the field with no cell phone service. And I'm not, I'm going to be away from my barracks. So I will have a show on Tuesday. Hope everybody has a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is broadcasted out of Columbus, Georgia, and focuses on the local and national sports scene. I am Richard Holdridge. If you have a sports question or if you would like to be a guest on the show, just inbox me on my Facebook page, The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, or on my Twitter feed. And as always, I hope that you have a blessed day. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, 
Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.